Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, Bezat Hashem, we're picking up today in Perkei Avot, Perek Vav, Mishnah Dalid. Now, this Mishnah says a statement that is very difficult at face value. I'm going to say three explanations of this Mishnah, Bezat Hashem. I suspect Yosef over here is going to like, he's not going to like the, he's not going to like the second one so much, but let's see. And you three perushim of this Mishnah, Bezat Hashem. It's Perek Vav Mishnah Dalad in Perkei Avot. We're going to learn how does one acquire Torah? How do you become successful in studying Torah? That's what the Mishnah here talks about. Chavuta for sure. We already spoke about that. That's true. But even on top of that. Adoni, you could join us if you want. Vakasha. You could join us. Vakasha. So the Mishnah says as follows. Kachi darkashel Torah. This is the way of Torah. How do you become a Talmid Chacham? How do you become a Ben Torah? Pa- Ready? While you're eating breakfast. Pat Bamerach Tochal. Bread and salt. You should eat. You don't even have salt. You see? Azoi. You're not even Mekai the first thing. Bread. Bread. Bread and salt, you should eat. You don't even have salt. You don't have bread either, but okay. No. Rice cake is like bread. Bread and salt, you should eat. Water in measure, you should drink. You're drinking coffee. I'm telling you, Yosef, all are all off today. means a small midah. In small measure, drink a little bit of water. A little bread and salt, a little bit of water. Ready? Excited? Sleep on the ground. Forget about your bed. Live a life of pain. This is an unbelievable Mishnah. And invest your energies, efforts into Torah. This is a very difficult Mishnah. This is the way of Torah. How do you become a uh, Talmid Chacham? A little bread and salt, drink a little bit of water, <laughs> sleep on the ground, and live a life of suffering. <laughs> and if you do this, it says in Tehilim, fortunate and it will be good for you. Fortunate for you in this world. How could it be Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh? Yosef's saying, if you're eating bread and salt, it's not Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh. If you're drinking a little bit of water, you're sleeping on the floor, that's not Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh. No, Ashrecha Ba'olam. One second, Ashrecha. Right, right, Kasha. Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh, V'tov Lach La'olam Haba. So fortunate in this world, good for you in the next world. So you're asking, that's not Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh. It's not. You're eating bread and salt, you're drinking a little bit of water. Eggs is much better, right? This has to be explained. Very difficult Mishnah. Let's continue and finish the Mishnah and then we'll go back and explain. But the first part of the Mishnah says you want to become Talmid Chacham, you want to live a life of Torah, to live a life of suffering. That's what it says. Very difficult Mishnah, very difficult concept. And also, as Yosef just pointed out, it seems to be inherently contradiction because... First you say, drink a little bit of water and a little bread and salt, and then you say, Ashrecha ba'olam hazeh. Ma'za ashrecha ba'olam hazeh? Zeh lo ashrecha. 
I mean, I, you know, most people, there's not a shecha. Let's finish the Mishnah. Now, if somebody becomes a Talmud Chacham and he's amassed tremendous knowledge, become a great rabbi, he knows a lot of Torah, so what could easily happen at that point is he could say, now that I become such a Talmud Chacham, now I want Dula. Now I want Srara. I want authority. I want positions of power. I want to become the rabbi. I want to become the rav. I want to, etc. I want positions of authority. But the Mishnah says, even though you learned so much Torah, do not seek positions of greatness for yourself. It's not a good thing. Well, to be a rabbi for the right intention. But not dula, not because I want to make myself feel great. Not because of that. And don't desire kavod. You could, it's true, you're right. If the position gives you the ability to teach, that's fine. But the point is, if you're just doing it so you could be called in a way of ga'ava, rabbi, etc., that's, no. Even though you've amassed tremendous Torah, you have to keep yourself in check. You can't let that get to your head. This is a very interesting statement. Yoter milimudach aseh. More than what you studied, more than what you learned, you should perform. What does it mean, more than what you studied, you should perform? Yosef's going to love this one. What's the pshat? More than what you studied, you should perform. What does it mean? You learn to make uh, one, uh, one thing like uh, Kedushim to you. You gotta be Kadosh, not because you're allowed to, to be with Beautiful. you. Beautiful, know? Beautiful. So the simple pshat is, if you learn Torah, you should even use that to perform more mitzvot. Meaning, you should learn more Torah for sure, but then in a greater way, do ma'aseh, do even more ma'asim tovim. Mm -hmm. But in an additional way, what's that? Ah, oh, the Torah is very important. You can't negate that. But in another way, the Mepharshim here speak out, is that when you learn, so there will be times where you're misupak on something, you have a doubt about something. So yoter milimudach asay, more than what you studied, you should perform. Is when you're misupak, you have a safek about something. Be machmir, be machmir means like you were just saying toshim tiyu, a little bit like that, which is you should do more, more than what you studied, if you have some sort of a doubt. We spoke about this last night, actually. Don't desire the tables of kings. Don't run after the enjoyment and the pleasures of kings of this world. Because the, your table, the Keter Shel Torah, and we mentioned this yesterday, the crown of the Talmid Chacham of Torah is greater than the table of the, of the kings. Your crown is greater than their crown. Now that means, as we're going to see in the next Mishnah, actually we're not going to do today, but we're going to see that the greatness of Keter Shel Torah, the greatness of the crown of Torah, is even higher than that of kings and uh, Kiuna. We mentioned that yesterday, actually. So don't run after their glory, their enjoyment, because your enjoyments, your levels of greatness as Keter Shel Torah is greater than theirs. And... The owner of your labor, which is Akadosh Baruch Hu, is trustworthy. He's going to pay you back for whatever it is that you've performed. So it might look like you're not getting it, you're getting the raw end of the deal, but Akadosh Baruch Hu is going to make sure that you're ultimately taken care of. Beautiful Mishnah. Now let's reflect back on the beginning of the Mishnah. So let's just run through it outside. The first part of the Mishnah says you should live a life of suffering. That's the way to acquire Torah. Eat a little bread, a little salt. Drink a little water. 
The second part of the Mishnah says that once you've studied like that, don't let it get to your head that you start trying to get positions of power. You have to stay humble. <clears throat> Which, like you pointed out, for sure, if it allows you to teach others, etc., it's beautiful. But it's not ideal if it's going to bring you in the wrong direction. How are you, how are you able to reach high levels of Torah if you're eating bread and drinking water? That, that, that won't give you enough sustenance. Enough that you need. Given. Enough that you need. Enough that you need. Tzadikim have done this throughout the generations. Yeah. They've done it. People have done this. Hashem supports them. And then the last thing we said is the greatness of Torah is even greater than that of Melachim, of kings. So let's reflect back now the beginning of the Mishnah. Firstly, we asked is, logically, it's hard to understand exactly what does it mean, live a life of suffering. It sounds like a very difficult concept. And Yosef saying even more, we say it's fortunate for you in this world. It doesn't sound very much like Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh. It sounds like suffering Ba'olam Hazeh. It doesn't sound. And you could say that, by the way. We do say the Gemara says, Sadiqim don't have great life in this world because they get a great life in the next world. But here it says Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh. So what does it mean, Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh? Inside you, very, very happy. Oh, beautiful. I like this Pshat. Okay, I'm not going to say it. You're establishing what the Mishnah One second, before, before that, Yosef saying a pshat, which is beautiful, is maybe Ashrecha doesn't mean financially. Ashrecha means you feel fulfilled. You feel satisfied because of the life that you're living. I had a lot of money. I was never happy like I am today. Beautiful. I don't have money. Amazing. I'm, I'm peaceful with myself. I, I like this idea. It's not necessarily in a physical sense. But that's Ashrecha. I think it's beautiful. What do you want to say? That you're, by doing so, it's like basically you're following the Mishnah. The Mishnah says do this. So you believe what the Mishnah is saying, meaning you're, you're applying what the Mishnah is saying and in therefore, action. And therefore, and therefore you feel that you're, sorry, you have, you have, you have inner, meaning that because you're establishing what the Mishnah is saying, you're following the Torah. So by doing so, what's your, you're, you're saying, okay, Hashem, I, I believe what you're telling me. So what's that Shrecha? What's that Shrecha? That, that you believe in Hashem, that this is the way to do it. Oh, okay, I hear it. You're saying like similar, 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 similar idea. So I'll tell you three of the Mephorshim, what they say. We have Rashi, we have the Midrash Shmuel, and we have Tiferet Yisrael. Three ideas, different ideas, very interesting thought processes here. Now I'll read you. First is Rashi. Rashi says like this. Rashi says, <clears throat> eat bread and salt. It's not saying that a wealthy man has to live a life of suffering in order to learn Torah. That's not what it means. The way you have to interpret the Mishnah is, It's saying afilu. you got to add in an afilu. Even if all you have is pat b'melech, you're a poor man, you have pat b'melech, he doesn't have a pillow, he doesn't have a blanket, he sleeps on the floor. You shouldn't refrain from learning Torah. You shouldn't stop from learning Torah. This is the first pshat. Rashi explains the Mishnah is not saying you need to live a life of suffering. What the Mishnah is saying is even if you're living a life of suffering, you shouldn't stop learning Torah. Ultimately, Hashem will take care of you in the end. Everybody hear that? This is, say it again. Say it again. Rashi, you have to add in an afilu. Afilu. So, so why is this pshat a little bit difficult? Because the implication of the Mishnah is l'chatchila. This is what you should do. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like pat ba It sounds like that's what you should do, regardless of your wealth. 
But Rashi is explaining, Afilu, you need to eat pat bamelach. Afilu, you're sleeping on the ground, still you should be osek in Torah and Hashem will ultimately take care of you. So it's a, it's a different way, of, it's a different angle in the Mishnah that's, that's not, not the simple pshat. Yeah, that's what Rashi is learning. Now, what he is coming out would be is, but a person who has money, he doesn't have to suffer. Let him live comfortable, etc. He doesn't have to suffer, and he'll also learn Torah. Right, that, that's Rashi. Fine. Comes along Midrash Shmuel and he says, no. Midrash Shmuel says, that's not the pshat. He says, Pat Bamelch Tochal is even for wealthy people. Even for wealthy people, which is Kipshuto, the simple pshat. Mishnah is telling you an instruction for everybody. Let me just read to you. The Kati quotes in Bikitsuf. He says like this. Even for wealthy people, Midrash Shmuel says, who could enjoy this world, who could live comfortably and have all kinds of good things, he shouldn't accustom himself to living in the lap of luxury, to living so comfortably. He shouldn't. Because of that enjoyment, and he becomes spoiled, he becomes uh, pampered. What happens is, he's not going to be able to learn Torah properly, and he won't be able to acquire the Torah as part of himself. Why not? Why not? Because he's distracted by the other things that he's enjoying in this world. And he takes it a step further. If he does accustom himself to living so comfortably and with enjoyment, he's not going to be able to learn as much because he'll be busy running after his parnasah to sustain his lifestyle and therefore he's not going to be able to learn with the same focus. I want to add one nikudat to what he's saying. How is it possible that tzaddikim in past generations, they fulfilled this Mishnah. They were able to eat, uh, what is it, Rachanina ben Dosa. He had a kav of kruvim, Yerev Shabbat, Yerev Shabbat. He had a tiny amount of nothing, and he ate, and he, was, and he learned the most Torah, and he taught the most Torah, and he was the greatest tzaddik to ever live. And we, when the air conditioner breaks in the Beit Midrash, we can't even learn. What's a pshat? The answer is, they were, they were machshiv, they valued Torah so much, and everything else in this world was hevel avalim, they didn't care. So when something else went wrong, it didn't make a difference. They were the same people, they continued to study Torah. So according to the Midrash Shmuel, but where? We're so spoiled. We're so accustomed to things. We have air conditioning and indoor plumbing and all the things. We're not even close. We get so comfortable with the things that we enjoy in this world. And when those things don't go our way, we get so upset, we get so uncomfortable, we can't even think, we can't even study. I don't have my coffee in the morning, I can't even uh, learn, I can't even teach. What's the pshat? I'm so accustomed to my own... Ta'anugim, whatever it is, to my own things. Yeah. Okay. So that's Midrash Mosul. He says, even for Ashirim, even for wealthy people, it's Kedai to Definitely live. be humble. Even you could uh, eat steak. Exactly. Because, in, because engaging in that lifestyle where you're involved in those kinds of pleasures, right. etc., will naturally diminish your ability to acquire Torah, a real Kenyan Nefesh. Very, very interesting also, shot. Maybe, maybe yeah. because if you eat very and this and that. Then you learn Torah, you enjoy the Torah. Otherwise, you enjoy, ah, you stay better than the That's Torah. That's very good. You know? I used so to have, a, very good. Yeah. I used to have a friend, I remember, a very special friend, Shalom, Katov. I had a very special friend, you know, I remember. Become, uh, I know, I know, I know. Baruch Hashem, Mazal Tov. Mazal Tov. Welcome, welcome. I had a friend who was very chashu, very special, and I remember, this is a little extreme, so don't try this at home. But instead of eating bread, he would eat matzah throughout the year. Why? Because matzah, he, th he thought it stays in his stomach longer. 
so he could eat this and learn more Torah without having to eat again oh. later. Wow. So, so that's a madriga. I wasn't on that level, I can tell you that much. Now the final idea I want to share with you is the Tiferet Yisrael. And he says, similar to Rashi, but I'm going to just tell you one nikuda a little bit different. Tiferet Yisrael says like this. <clears throat> what the Mishnah is telling us, Azra Shrecha, how is it? So he says like this, when you start to learn Torah, it has to be ba'amelut. It has to be chayitzar. The only way that you could start to learn Torah, when you're starting off, at that point, it has to be with such effort and investment and not engaging in other things. After the fact, he says, Even though in the end he's going to get he'll get all of the good things Hashem will take care of him. But in the beginning of the process, when you're starting to engage in Torah, if you're distracted by those things, it won't be successful. So that's how he learns the Mishnah. Is the beginning is but in the end meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make sure if you really invest yourself and you acquire the Torah in that way then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of you after exactly so we have three ideas here three pshatim really the third and the first tied together but three ideas let's run through them again we have Rashi who says a, poor, a rich person could live, fine, no problem. But a poor person, saying even a poor person should engage in Torah even if he's suffering. That's the idea. We have Midrash Shmuel who says, no, even a wealthy person, could die for him to refrain from pleasures because if he engages in those, diminishes his ability. And then we have Tiferet Yisrael who adds on a little bit to Rashi. In the beginning, it has to be Pat Pamelach Tochal. But in the end, Stop here, Bezat Hashem, I'll pick up. Hey, everybody have a wonderful day.